This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 50, titled Household Chores, Pleasing the In-Laws, Abusive Parent, and a Pet Snake. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question, Snake. <laughs> yep. If you're new here, welcome. We have over 260 episodes about all things marriage and relationship related. Uh, check out season one of our podcast. We go through our whole crazy story, but mm-hmm. we're so glad that you're here. And as always, our show is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks, so we want you to get a free audiobook on us. So you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and get a free audiobook because we love you. That's right. We live there. And thank you, Audible, for supporting the show. All right. Thanks, guys. We're live on Instagram. We are live on Facebook. Good morning, Adina. Good morning. Good morning, Ivy. Good morning, Christy Dawn. Y'all can join us every morning of the weekday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Unless we don't do it. (laughs) Which just might be the case. (laughs) All right. Review of the day. Good morning. Let's see. Tearing it up. Uh, This podcast lights me up. Five stars. I love Seth and Melanie and listening to these authentic conversations about cultivating healthy relationships and the human condition. I truly believe when we... I truly believe we are on this earth to connect with ourselves and with others. The hosts explain and demonstrate the complex concept in a scientific and spiritual way, and I find most of the content to be so fascinating. Like, can we be best friends? Sure. <laughs> uh, they both are really funny and goofy, but also just smart and curious. I'm 23, not married, and don't even know if I will get married, but the conversations had on this really great show have helped me to be better in all my relationships with the friends, family, and my boyfriend of two years. Hearing Seth and Melanie admit to the habitual, not-so-nice things they do has helped me realize where I can improve and be a more mindful person overall. Basically, I think the show is useful for for humans that wants to have more meaningful connections with others in their life. Five points to Gryffindor. That is like the best <laughs> ending to a review ever. That is, and I want to try to remember that whenever I'm excited, just to shout five <laughs> points to Gryffindor. Five points. But I want to say thanks uh, for the review. One of the other things I think is really cute is it said you didn't even say it right. It says like, can we be best friends? I want. And I thought that was so funny. I highlighted it. That's funny. Uh, But thank you for the review. Reviews are incredibly helpful. If you love the show and you haven't reviewed the show yet, push pause right now. We'll Mm -hmm. wait. 
And then review the show and come back. Great. <laughs> All right. Jumping in the question. Oh, you want me to read it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in need of advice. One of the biggest points of... It, what? Points of contention between my wife and I is chores. We both have our own things we need to do on our days off. We don't have the same days off. My biggest chore is laundry. I have two days to get the laundry done and put away. Sometimes, if you talk to my wife, it's all the time. I don't get it completely finished. Either I had to run errands or my son is needing more than usual or something unexpected came up that I needed to do. I also have recently begun to clean the kitchen and sweep and mop the floors. I'm trying to take things off my wife's plate. However, lately it seems she's... It seems me doing things have become more of a hindrance than a help to my wife. She will point out something I did wrong or didn't do all the way. It's rare that I get a thank you before a critique. Not only that, but it seems my wife doesn't have a set chore she needs to do. Most of the time on her days off, nothing gets done. She either goes out to do things or goes to her folks' house and hangs out with them all day. Then she will get upset because the house is a mess. I've even heard her say that she doesn't want to get home because it's messy and she can't think or relax. I don't know how to bring this up to her because I, if I do, she will be back at me, come back at me that I did something wrong and that's why she didn't do anything. It seems like everything somehow comes back to being my fault. I'm to that point of giving up on how I'm treated. I tend to get told that my feelings are ridiculous or that I'm being extra. Mm. Sorry for the long post. Mm. And thank you for sending that question in because it's super duper important. Yeah, and, um, it's a good question and we have gone through it and... <laughs> Probably go through it still. We don't go through it still, but we can all pretend, can't we? <laughs> well, we <laughs> I do go through funny. it still. I there's a first thing that jumps out to me right away, right off the bat, is yeah. uh, expectations. Right. Um, the expectations are not clear of what is to be laid out. There's a second part of that, and that's your wife's terrible poopy Gross. diaper pants right. be- attitude. Yeah. Um, but that's how I was forever. I was like, oh, you mopped. You missed a thousand spots, right. idiot. Right. And it's not helpful to be that way. But first, let's address expectations mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So we had that conversation, I don't know. A million times? No, probably seven months ago in our old house where it was mm-hmm. like, I literally, we walked through every room and we're like, this is the expectation of what air quotes clean mm-hmm. means in this room. Right. It's different for every room, for every task, for everything, mm-hmm. right? It's different for the toilets and for the sink. And for the floor to be vacuumed or whatever. Mm -hmm. So have that conversation, not when you're mad, not when you're fighting, Mm -hmm. not when something needs to be cleaned right now or someone's in a hurry to go somewhere. In fact, have a marriage meeting. Mm -hmm. Hello, get your marriage on app. That's right. Have a marriage meeting and talk about it when no one's angry and talk about what the expectations are for every room. Yeah. Talk about most things when no... <clears throat> buddy is angry yeah. right and you're not hungry or tired or Which sleepy never. <laughs> and there was this this really good kind of thing that you suggested that we do for the kids take a picture of what clean what yes. a clean room is what a straightened cabinet is or a drawers or whatever take a picture of it mm-hmm. and say okay kid okay wife okay husband here's the picture of what this looks like right and we're serious so nothing, like yeah, take an actual photo of what the mm-hmm. clean version of that room looks like and it's not to be like look here's the picture you know Idiot. it's not like this it's, it's not it's like a guide it's like yeah. a an sop like a standard operating procedure right this is the policy of what clean looks like in this house yeah. right so if you if you reach that okay great and if you don't then you know what to <laughs> improve upon mm-hmm. right and i think um yeah i think that uh okay two things um i think like okay maybe the dad or uh 
husband husband gets sidetracked here. Like I do the laundry. Sometimes if you talk to my wife, it's all the time. I don't get it completely finished. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. We're, we're waiting. If you don't get it completely finished, why? Don't let that other stuff get in the task. That's, that's <laughs> what? I think this is the expectation problem. I think mm-hmm. he's saying, I don't get it completely finished, air quotes. And let me tell, give you an example. When I asked you to put the laundry away literally yesterday or mm. the day before, it was a pile of like socks and underwear that were going to go in Hattie's drawer. Right. You know where you set them? No. On the top of her dresser. Oh. Is that complete? No. no. Do I, would I, ex- would I um, accept that from our kids? No. no. Okay. They haven't finished the I thought that he was talking job. about like, okay, and the pile is still there. Good morning, Christina. Like the pile is still there. Like, oh, I got sidetracked and couldn't do it. So, okay, that's fine. That happens. I do that all the time. But that is an excuse, not a reason, if that, if that makes well, sense. Well, it's, it's a reason for a deeper conversation. How about that? Yes. Um, and I think, again, there's a lot of tricks that you can do, meaning like, um, for one, y'all have too much laundry. If you've got that much to do and, and it takes you that time, you need to declutter. <laughs> you need to Marie Kondo this. Uh, right. Does spark joy. Give it to Goodwill. Donate it to a friend. I'm just, I love minimalism, so just hear me out. Right. But um, I think there's something to say, like, if you're finding that doing the laundry over that time span is too much, break it up. Like, do laundry every other day or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, make it easier for yourself. If you're having a mountain of laundry to fold, maybe make, look at it differently. Reassess it. Think critically. Why do I have so much laundry? Is it because I wear one t-shirt for half a day and then another t-shirt for the rest of the day? So mm-hmm. I have 17 t-shirts by the end of four days? Like, right. You don't need to do that. or ta- like Yeah, that. what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, own less. You'll have less to clean. Own less. <laughs> um, why is that so funny? Because you said own less. You sounded like... Not unless. Own less. Oh, okay. Own less items, not unless. With unless an you don't like laundry. <laughs> but I want, to, I want to address the wife's behavior in this, though, too. Um, I get... Uh, okay, I get what she's doing. No, it's not great and good, and I don't want her to continue to do that. So if you're the wife listening, mm-hmm. or if you're a spouse listening, and you go, ooh, I do that, stop mm, it now. Right. Knock it off. Put Get marriage meetings on the Get Your Marriage On app, which is in the beta testing version. Don't get it. We're not done, but you can get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, seriously, stop behaving that way. Mm-hmm. You can't set a standard and then not meet it yourself. You can't, you cannot cr- criticize if someone's trying to help you, and you go, oh, you mop like an idiot. You, I mean, you're welcome to do that, but you're also welcome to, you know, start your own divorce process. Mm. And that's what I was doing with Seth. I yeah, was and terribly critical of wife, him. Wife, you can't expect for you to go off. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning, Bethany. You can't expect to go off to your parents' house and just be like, oh, well, I'm not coming back at the house. Yeah. Clean. What if your you're husband did that? You're not a kid that? anymore. That's not cool. Yeah. You know? This is grown-up marital relationship advice. You're not a kid. This right. is your home, too. This, if you can't think in your own home, you clean it. Work mm. together to clean it together. Like, this kind of stuff makes me so irritated because we did it forever, but we see couples do it all the time. Well, I can't think because the bedroom's a mess and the blah, 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 and it's well, all his fault. I can't, I have a hard time thinking too if like <clears throat> crap is everywhere. So, what? You're smiling. You're judging right now. You're being like, oh. <laughs> what? I think it's just funny. You're, the, you're very untidy. Like, you, the crap is everywhere. It's mostly yours. <laughs> 
So this is not true. It is true. And Hashtag okay. non-facts. Hashtag let's take a look at our side tables. Hashtag fiction. <laughs> Hashtag anyway, I love you. <laughs> Hashtag next question. Thank you for sending in the question though, but check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. Avid listener and lover of AOM. Thank you. Have a question that could maybe help others too. My partner, partner finally f- proposed and I'm, ex- I'm so excited to spend my life with him and he's a great role model for my daughter from a previous relationship. Our relationship is healthy though we've gone through hard times with porn sex addiction being an issue and he actually spent some time away at a treatment and continues to work hard at sobriety. I really try hard not to blame his parents as I know they're functioning at their best even though some things they do are not healthy and the way my fiance was raised has contributed greatly to his addictions and mental health issues. So maybe some codependency enabling stuff. Anyway, I'm sure I I'm sure you see I have some resentment though. I really strive hard not to. Anyway, they're not happy we're getting married. They made that clear to him when he told them they had planned to propose he had planned to propose back in December. I wish he wouldn't have told me this, but also maybe it's good because it was weighing on him. Also all right, so I'm losing my question, but basically, how can I bridge the gap between myself, a single mom from a very dysfunctional, abusive family who has done a lot of therapy and self-healing, and my parents and my partner's multimillionaire, seriously judgmental family? The family of origin is our greatest struggle right now. Mm. So thank you for sharing this question. That's incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, and I want to start off by saying, and this is going to sound like not maybe what you're expecting to hear, but every person does the best job that they know how to do at the time. So every person, most people, unless you're, I mean, yeah, there are like actual psychopathy, psychopath people who Mm -hmm. intentionally harm other people and mess things up on purpose. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, his parents, your parents, you as a parent are doing the best thing that you know how to do at any given moment in Mm -hmm. relationship to Mm -hmm. any situation. So whether that's you think, well, obviously he's addicted to these things because of his parents, like, Mm-hmm. probably not like i mean it's just that life that's how life works there's mm-hmm. no perfect parents out there that whose kids aren't addicted to things and aren't you know it's, it's literally life so i want you to have mm-hmm. a whole lot more grace over the whole situation your future in-laws did not air quotes do something to their son that ruined him well maybe i mean it's i'm gonna like steer you back a little bit some people sometimes we do make the wrong decisions it doesn't mean we're crazy but it's like Listen, I know I should do that, but I'm not going to because screw that be. Yeah, that, again, that's you know a totally saying? different vibe. I mean, maybe if, if that's what's going on. That's definitely not doing the best I can, right? And I think we've all done that before. So maybe the mom is like, yeah, I just don't like her. I don't care. My son likes her, but that's not what I was expecting and blah, blah, blah. So again, I go back to that is the skill set that that woman has. If that's mm-hmm. what she's thinking, yeah. that's as good as she can do. Yeah. So I, I mean, but her, I, her good as she can do is actually lazy resentful yeah but uh, it's probably as good as she can do right we know loads of people like that that makes sense that their best is like almost our worst Mm. does that make them wrong yes (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh no i know what you're saying what's up cody nicholson and brian balloon amy subeck good morning oh we have a question but we'll finish this one then get to your question um hey crispy (laughs) but what i wanted to did you just say crispy yeah Oh, um, but what I wanted to say, though, the first thing that came to my mind with this question is that you have to Kate Middleton, this mother. <laughs> like, Who is Kate Middleton? Uh, the, like the royal wife of some Charles. I don't even know. Like, oh, right, right. Prince so-and-so. Oh, okay. But she's like not 
from a royal lineage. Right. And all, that's all I could think of was like, you have to just bring your best self no mm -hmm. matter what. Bring your A game all the time. You're doing this for you. You're not doing it for his mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. She's going to, she would hate you if you were Kate Middleton. I mean, there's people like that who mm -hmm. don't give a crap who you are. They don't want their son marrying anybody. Mm -hmm. And so it, you got to just like, this is for you. You win for yourself. You win for you and your daughter and your husband. Right. I mean, that's a part of that too. But you just got to own yourself in that. And you can't, your future mother-in-law is not going to like you no matter what you do. There is nothing that you're going to do that's going to make her be like, oh, yay. Yeah. You now, this is great. It's, right. That's right. just, some people and, don't do And that. even, so we can't control other people, but obviously we can control how we react, how we respond, how we evolve, right? And I think in even in uh, me with like your in-laws, I've been very like, oh, I don't want to make them mad. I want to do the right thing because I respect them greatly. But then just recently, I'm like, okay, we are going to do our own thing. You know, they. I, I, I don't think that they think that us buying our next property is the smartest move. But I don't know, but I'm not buying it for them. I don't I care. I know, so that's Mom, the thing. Mom, if you're listening, I don't <laughs> even care. But I want to be respectful of that. And it makes me second guess myself to like a million degrees. Like You oh, need some differentiation. Should we do this? I know. That's what I'm saying. And, but in the last whatever, I'm like... What does whatever mean? Month? Month, one, yeah. One year? Two months. Um, in the last How can I be months. as sovereign as possible and lead in the way that I know how to the best of my ability? And if they like it, that's great. If they don't, that's great too. Hashtag it's not Ryan them. Mickler, order of man. Exact. Um, yeah, so how I hope can, that makes how can, sense. Yes, so how can you do that? I, I understand what you're saying here. Okay, We have sorry. a question. We um, recently wrote out one chore for each day to make sure it gets done, not trying to get everything done at the, at the same time. And then there's the expectation of what we want to accomplish yes, that day. Yes, that's great uh, that's as great. far as chores go. And I think that that's a really awesome... I, I think it's, hard, it's very hard to try to do all the chores at one time. Mm -hmm. We never do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I break up our... like. All of my chores, I break them out through the day. Mm -hmm. um, so th that's a great, great way to do it. Yeah, task management. Okay, hold on. I, our friend Ivy says, I have four sons, raised them on my own, and I did the best I could with what I had and decisions that made sense for us at the time. Ivy? Wait, uh, it says, no woman is ever good enough in our minds, but I learned to let go and let them fly. Mm, that is awesome. A single mom that raised four kids, you are not four kids, four sons. Four sons. You are super strong, and I really appreciate that. I work with a lot of single moms. I'm like, holy crap, that is a job times a million. So respect. People think bodybuilders are strong. Single moms. Single mom can kick it. So good job, Ivy. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's very helpful too. Oh wait a minute. So hard as a one wing two and a two wing one personalities who love cleanliness, but it was driving us crazy to do too much uh, yeah. yeah you know what another thought is too is that as far as a chore conversation goes uh changing your expectations is always an option so that was something mm -hmm. i remember uh my neighbor's daughter who was like 11 at the time told mm -hmm. me she was like if your expectations are too high consider changing them and i was like what, what? you're a child you? uh but it really like we ch uh, we clean the home differently than we used to because i had to change my expectations because mm -hmm. i was like a terrible tyrannical jerk because i was like this house isn't clean enough all 
the time, which mm-hmm. wasn't pleasant for anybody. So I nope. changed my it expectations. Let's see. Uh, Rochelle says, Melanie, what does your t-shirt say? Oh, it says, hello, courageous. I'm so glad that you asked. I got this from Melissa, the Melissa Scott. And it's hello, courageous. It's the name of her podcast. And I'm so glad she sent it to me. It's like one of my early birthday presents. Oh, here we go. My birthday is soon. <laughs> <laughs> this Sunday? Is it that soon? Uh, I don't even know what day it is today. Yeah, I think it is. It's on the 21st. Today is the 16th. Okay, speaking of July, and this is a a (laughs) mid-roll, Anatomy of Marriage Meetup in Seattle, Washington. Guess what? It's happening on July 25th at 5.30 in a really cool place in Seattle. So go there. I still need to get on that. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Rochelle, but if you're (laughs) around the Seattle area, we would love to meet you and have a drink with you and eat and also have coffee and dessert. So Seattle, July 25th, AOM meetup. Four days after my birthday. Yeah, go to Um, Eventbrite. And okay, next question. This one is really funny. Says, my husband has been trying to convince me to get a snake. (laughs) This creeps me out on so many levels. He just wants, he wants a ball python. They're basically pretty chill from what he's told me, but I can't help but be a little worried about having a snake in our house, especially with a small child and future babies. I feel like I don't want to shoot down what he is wanting, but having a snake just freaks me out a tad. <laughs> he, I have already set my expectations that if we were to get a snake, it must be kept in a cage, and that is, can you you can lock it, and it can't get out. He must clean the cage every week, and blah, blah, blah. I wor- It says that in the email, which is hilarious. I worry a little bit because my husband wanted a dog not too long ago. He promised to keep up with the grooming and picking up poop and stuff. He didn't hold up his end of the deal. I I would imagine having a snake is a lot less responsibility than a dog. I just don't want to end up in a situation where he's not holding his end of the deal and my expectations have already been set. Does anyone... This this was in the women's group and she allowed me to share it. Um, it says, does anyone have any advice or how to deal with this? Tips or whatever. Um, bonus points if you have experience with ball pythons. <laughs> they can put my mind to ease. Um, and so in this, like I said, this was in the women's group and uh, I asked to share it on the podcast. She also mentioned, this is important, in a comment below that that her husband got a fish tank and all the fish died so i'm bringing that up not to shame but it's important that there's a cycle going on she sees it the husband maybe doesn't see it as clearly okay didn't take care of the dog all the fish are dead don't get a snake end of story Pretty you much can want all you want like y'all don't need a snake go to go to petco every so often and get okay bro uh i had a snake when I was 12. And what? Our kids had lizards and turtles. Like, right. We, gave, we so, sold those suckers. Yeah. And it got sick. And I think it died. It got sick. So anyway, I don't know. Don't get a snake. You're not going to care about it. Yeah. You know what I want? A cool jacket. You know what I won't care about? A cool jacket. Right. Like, I want so, a dog. I won't care. If I mean, if um you said, yeah, and my husband wanted a dog, and he takes it out and walks it and plays with it and takes care of it and grooms it and takes it to Petco all the time, okay, great. And uh, we also have a giant fish tank with a saltwater thing and a... A hundred you know, living fish. <laughs> yeah. Then, okay, sure. Add a snake to your zoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but... No, you didn't take care of the dog. The fish died. A snake is stupid. Sometimes so. we have to just 
just call a spade a spade. And right. we can't pretend that we're going to take care of something. What? Ivy says, history will repeat itself. If he doesn't take care of the dog or fish, they, yes. Yeah, and so. snake, uh, snakes stink. She wrote, they stink. That's the one thing. Uh, actually, one of the things I'm glad you wrote that because they do. They just smell like disgusting. Right. Like when you catch a gardener snake and you pick it up and it's Ooh, pee is everywhere. Well, that's gross. Or like yeah. a frog. So uh, get a membership to the zoo and go to the or reptile Get a shirt house. with a snake on it. Right. That'd be better. Right. Get a holographic snake photo hanging get a on snake your wall. tattoo get a snake tattoo way better i'll get one i'll get a snake tattoo yeah so, so yeah don't get a snake drop the snake um we love you don't get a snake all right here thank we you go. for sending the question in uh let's see i don't know next one we got time yeah. you want to do the last one uh, okay hello first of all i love the podcast thanks I've been listening to y'all since day one, and you guys have really helped me in so many ways. I love the episode when you talked about how everyone has received different tools in life. It has helped me understand my mom a lot better. She can be incredibly mean and verbally abusive towards me and sometimes towards my father. She says things like, you disgust me. I could die of embarrassment when I think how you're my daughter. You're lazy and selfish and so on. Y'all have taught me that you can only use the tools that you've been given, and I know that this is how she was brought up, and it and it's all she knows. While I'm understanding of of that now and try to take it quietly and not dwell on it it gets to me it gets to be too much sometimes i try to zone out when she keeps at it for hours i either explode or take it out on my fiance we're getting married in less than three months and i'm terrified that these unhealthy tools i'll I'll take take the unhealthy tools into our marriage and treat him the same way my question is how can i deal with my mother's mean rants better than trying to zone her out and how can i make sure that i don't bring such abuse into our marriage hope this wasn't too jumbled so um that's good that you're terrified because guess what we perpetuate things and you will be that way if you don't change it Mm -hmm. but you you are changing it right now yes uh, again, you know, if I know if we're on a hike and I know there's a bear up there, I'm gonna go a different way. If I don't know it's there, I'm just gonna walk straight into it and get hurt or whatever, right? So I'm glad that you know the you know hypothetical bear is there. Now you can do a hundred things to change that. And I would say, so your mom has been in this pattern, and those are rotten things to say. Yeah, totally rotten, not okay. However, they probably were said to her, and she's not realized it, and she's perpetuated it. She may have this like cycle of abuse, like say crappy stuff, come back later, I'm so sorry, but then it doesn't change. And I read a quote yesterday that says, oh man, it was like, yeah, you can learn things, but uh, what is it? It said, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink? No, it's talked about, you know, like an apology without action is just stupid, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, maybe she does that. I don't know, probably. And so you can... Because she's done this for 100 years, you have to, this lady has to, say, Mom, you won't talk to me that way anymore, and then leave. That's all. You're drawing the most firm boundaries around that. When you say things like, I can't, um, I'm embarrassed to, I, I could die because I know that you're my daughter. Okay? Is she saying things like that because you're coming home like drunk every night or like, credit card of like 5000 or crazy stuff? Did you crash the car? Did you do all this crazy stuff? No, probably not. Um, if you are, then she still didn't say that, but at least you're giving her a reason to say that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing crazy stuff and she's saying these things, then okay, she's just whack, right? So you can say, Mom, you cannot say that to me anymore and leave. Uh, I'm and just if gonna, she calls you, blows up your phone, don't answer, ignore I'm, I'm going to pause for a moment and just tell you, you would never do that to your own mother. So don't give advice. You'd what never are you talking do. about? You would never tell your mom. Yes, I would. I have told my dad things like that before. I said, you're not going to, you're not, what did I say? I don't know. In some of our fights and stuff, when he's just saying crazy things, I'm like, what are you saying? You are not going to say that to me and then walk away. I get insanely mad. 
but mm. I, I have, right? I would ha- so I w- it's hard. I would recommend writing a letter mm. and I would recommend it not being like, you will not speak to me that way. Instead, that, that's def- that invites right. defensiveness. Uh-huh. Um, I would invite a conversation or even an awareness. Like, mm-hmm. write a letter that says, "I'm th- so sam- AOM sandwich methods, mm. your bread slice on the top or the bottom, whatever you're starting, mm-hmm. is uh, kindness, right? So, mom, I'm really thankful for all the stuff that you've helped me do throughout my life. You've given me a good home, whatever. Even if it feels like very hard to think of things you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. And then in the center, your deli slices, your cheese, those things are, um, but it really hurts my feelings when you say I'm useless. It makes me feel really devalued when you say you think I'm disgusting. Mm -hmm. Top slice, thank you again for everything you've done. I'm going to take a little bit of a break to kind of regroup, whatever that looks like for you. Proximity here is key. Mm -hmm. Not being close to your mother physically is key, I would say. Mm. So I would say perhaps for this time, you sound like you're not a kid because you're engaged, Um, but I would suggest finding somewhere else to live if that's an option for you. Mm -hmm. If you have a sister or a brother who's old enough and they're out of the house, maybe you could live with them for a while. If you have friends or can get an apartment, it might be worth it. The cost of doing that might be worth what you're saving yourself in a uh, abuse essentially right. uh, extra stress yeah way. the extra stress all of the anxiety that that creates mm-hmm. but I wouldn't start with you can't talk to me that way like mm-hmm. that's only going to be watch well, me talk to you that way well I, I don't know I would I would take a more of aggressive approach if you're, if the mom is being that blatant and that aggressive I'd be like I am not going to s- listen to this anymore you can't talk to me that way Things are different, and that's like I mean, I'm not trying to diss what you think you should do, Mm -hmm. but that's like fighting fire with fire. That's like, watch, look at my blowtorch. You think you can have a blowtorch? I'm gonna blowtorch. If if she was like, "Well, you suck as a mom too," but that's what it's gonna feel like to the mother. That's Hmm. all I'm saying is, and and I don't, and and I would say also, you know, maybe if you had written your dad a nice letter, sandwich method, he might not do the stuff that he does sometimes. No, although we love you. I have before. So, okay. Ivy says it speaks volume of her mom, not yes. her. We look to our parents to build us up, not tear us down. The fact that she need that she, she acknowledges. acknowledges it is key. She needs to work with the tools she has now and change her mindset of herself. No matter what her mom's reasons are saying hurtful things, she needs to let her know how it feels and it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, what you're saying is like, this isn't acceptable. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, okay, whatever. You can do or say whatever you want to, but mm-hmm. I... I'm not mm-hmm. accepting yeah, this. And I think You're putting a very yeah. obvious and clear boundary there. Well, let's well let's give some options for wording. That I think that would be more helpful even. Like do the AOM sandwich method. Bread slice, kind thing. Meat and deli slices in the middle. The constructive criticism. This hurts mm-hmm. when you do this. That hurt, makes me feel bad. And then again, a kind thing. And then that piece of saying, in order for me to feel... Um, in order for me to find my center, I'm mm-hmm. going to take a break for a little bit. It's something mm-hmm. that feels less like mm-hmm. you suck as a mom. I'm leaving. Right. You can't talk to me like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's what. I, I, that's I all I'm saying to... is there's um, mm-hmm. at, at some level you are not dealing with an emotionally regulated adult. You're not dealing with someone who has the emotional awareness that you have, even as a younger person. How about this? Say these things. Sorry. Say these things when it's calm. Not when she's saying wacky crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, mom, 
There's been times in the past when you have said really hurtful Again, things. Again, I would highly suggest you don't say anything. I think you write a mm-hmm. letter. There's okay. a bunny in the parking lot. It's adorable. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We got to wrap it up. So uh, good questions. Mm-hmm. Please, please keep on sending them in. Hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Please remember to go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Ivy said I was right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. High no. five. <laughs> so there's a bunch of different ways to be right. Ah, yeah, so uh, what else? Thank you guys. Join us tomorrow, Wednesday on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And right. if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, please do it as my birthday gift. Or you can send me an actual birthday gift to our P.O. box. Man. Anyway, but please, seriously, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It's a great way for people to find our show, for people to know if it's worth their time. And it makes us feel amazing. And we'll read it on the show. It's like one of our favorite things. That's so right. um, I feel like there's one other thing I'm supposed to say. I agree with Melanie, too. Ah! <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I win. I win. Um, it's your birthday win. They're just yeah. saying that it's your birthday but really thank you for being with us today we love you guys please send in your questions we've got loads of questions in the queue to talk about and um join the women's groups and that look at the bunny is on his back legs what is he Sorry, doing it's so cute there's a bunny in the parking lot like we're staring down at it. it's All right. adorable love you guys anyway, see you later have a great day right. bye, bye.